You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Best in the World Sports Report. It is another week. Thanksgiving week is upon us. We're feeling good. Hopefully, if you're listening, you know, you, you haven't eaten too much. I, I did. I, I, I know. I, I try my hardest not, you know, to overdo it. It's okay. Thank you. Javon Alford here from Total Sports Live. Um, My friend, Thanksgiving is a bad holiday for me, man. Because, you know, the food is there. The spread is there. Mm -hmm. The football is there. And there's just, you know. It's just so much. It's so much. So much food and so much chilling. It's captivating. It is. It is. It's traditional. I, 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 I try my hardest. Not to overdo it, and I always do. It's all right. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's all right because the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles, we're feeling good yes. right now. You know, Christmas came early in the form of, I, f- I feel like we, we pushed this angle a couple of times of Christmas coming early this season. Christmas came early when we swept the Redskins. Christmas came early when we kicked that 61-yard field goal to beat the Giants. And Christmas came early when we got Jay Ajayi. Mm -hmm. And now Christmas is early once again because we went down to Dallas and we spanked the Cardinals. No, the Cowboys. What would I say? The Cardinals. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm so that was a couple weeks ago. That was, was, was a few weeks ago. You know what? All the, all, all when 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 you win all these games, they all you know yeah, they, they, they start, run together. They all start looking the same. Can't believe I said the Cardinals. Whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, we beat them yeah, too. Yeah, you just you just blatantly just yeah I, yeah I got it like real you wrong. Fully believed. That yeah, I said it yeah, loud and wrong. Yeah, he was like, nothing, you know, if you're gonna make a if, if you're gonna make a mistake, you gotta right. make it emphatically. Yeah, all right. You know, if I say you know Eagles, they went down to Texas. And they beat the Cardinals. See, if I said it yeah, like that, you know, you were second guessing yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, if I'm if I'm a, if I'm a screw up, I'm a screw up with some flair. Yeah, as you should. Yeah, exactly. But we're feeling good though. How'd you feel about that win? It was a good win. I mean, I mean, the first half was definitely a little dicey. But again, you got to give, you know, much props to the you know the defense. The defense came up huge. Got a couple of uh, t- a couple of turnovers. Derek Barnett played really well. Um, Ronald Darby, his first game back, didn't look rusty. I mean, he said no. that wasn't his, you know, he was still a little bit of rusty. He was still he, a little six, rusty. He's 69% like Embiid. He got right. that Embiid 69. Yeah, and he was, and he was, he shut down Des Bryant, who looks like yeah. he's probably a shell of himself now. Yeah, yeah. He's looking more like a possession wire. Look, man, I don't, I don't want to hear, look, I, I don't want to hear any excuses from Dallas fans. I don't want to hear Dallas fans' excuses this week. No. Y'all got cooked this week. I don't care who you didn't have. I don't care who was hurt. Y'all got cooked. Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. You know what? They should have, to be honest with you, Dallas probably should have won that game mm-hmm. because they, they was running the ball. Yeah. They was running the they ball. They had success. They had just, success. It was just Dak. It just wasn't, yeah, Dak, Dak. Looked like doo doo. Yeah, he, he was doo doo dad. And then the Eagles, obviously, in the second half, yeah, they do what good teams do, and that is impose making, their will, impose and their break will, the team making spirit. adjustments. Yep, I feel like that is something that is so understated hey. about Doug Peterson because you're sitting there and you're watching that first half, and you're a little bit frustrated. Yeah, especially after Kenyon Barnard gives you two yeah. great plays. You saw yeah. the catch on the sideline. Yeah. And then he scored the touchdown. When you got Kenyon Barnes scoring touchdowns, you thinking to yourself, "Oh yeah, this is no, no this, doubt. This, this is going to be a good game." But you know, there. But you know, 
but you always need those moments of reality yeah. to strike you back and yeah. say, hold up. Yeah. So this it ain't is, gonna be easy. Oh yeah. So we gotta we gotta talk about this, all right? Because once again, as, as you know, as the season wears on, we're now ten games into the season. This team has one loss. This team has one loss, and you're looking at the rest of the schedule, and you're not worried. They're, you know, they're, you're not really necessarily uh, concerned. Well, I, I shouldn't say you're not concerned, but nonetheless, but you see it, and you're feeling good about it. Mm-hmm. You're feeling good about you know what can happen. Yep. Because you're looking down and you're seeing some teams, and it's like okay, they don't scare me. Are you looking at the Bears? Then you're you're going to Seattle. You're going to stay out west, and they're going to play the Rams. Yep. That's the test. Yep. That is the test. And I feel like those are going to be tough matchups. Oh, but both, they're still both games. Both yeah, games will be tough. Tough matchups, but winnable matchups. Yeah. There's no reason why the Eagles. You you shouldn't expect the Eagles to beat the the Seahawks, and that's not a guarantee. I'm not guaranteeing anything. Good. Because we all know. How that can turn out. Yes, we can. But nonetheless, they should beat the Seahawks. And you know what? They should beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You, you saw Come on, man. I mean, yeah, they, they didn't look good they against didn't the look Vikings. Good. Vikings but made those dudes look real human. Well, it's, well Vikings that's, that's made happens Case Keenum. How you, how you getting cooked by Case Keenum? Well, I mean. Come on, man. Don't give it. It's Case Keenum. But, it's, but he's got wide receivers. Case Keenum. He's got wide receivers. His name is Case Keenum. Hey. But Case is on fire. They're He's riding the high hand. Whatever, man. You shouldn't be out here. They're, if, they're, they're waiting for the shoe to drop. The best te- you know, the best team in one of the best teams in the conference shouldn't be out here getting cooked by Case Keenum. Well I don't care how I don't I care. I mean they're not whatever. the best team per se. Well, not they're like the, the best they're team. the third best. Not they're the third the best fourth team. Best but team. bottom line they're is the, in, they're when the, you're good they're enough, the NFL when you're Cinderella good, team. When you're good enough to be put into that conversation of mm-hmm. the best teams, yes, the Eagles are on top. Yes, they're not going anywhere. Eagles. But then you got, you know, you you, you got uh Minnesota, you got the Saints, mm-hmm. you got uh the Rams. Rams. And I think that's a good hierarchy. Yeah, yeah, that's a good hierarchy. That's a good hierarchy. But to to me, getting beat like that, getting beat like that by a quarterback like Case Keenum takes you off the list. I I can't say that. Why can't you say that? Because Minnesota has a great defense. Okay. They have a great defense. Okay. And you're having a break and getting a breakout year from Adam Thielen as the number as the number two wide receiver. Okay. So I mean, again, Case Keenum is not going to overpower you. Over no, not at all. He's not Man, don't wow, scare me. He's not going to wow you. Man, doesn't scare but me. What makes Minnesota so good is that they make the right plays at the right time. Yeah. And what happened to L- L.A. was they shut down the running game, which put everything on Jared Goff's shoulders, and then losing Robert Woods, that's definitely not going to help them going forward. So they could come back down to earth because I think they play New Orleans. Yeah. This upcoming week, so we could see the Rams take another fall back, which could be good news for the Seahawks if they thinking we might got a chance to snatch this division. Yeah, uh, let's see. Rams on Sunday, yes, yeah. Rams Saints on Sunday. That's gonna be a good game. Four twenty-five. Four twenty-five. So I we, think that's America's game of the week, probably. All right. Probably it's is. definitely gonna be the Brown family game of the week. <laughs> Should be the offer game of the week. It's going to be good. It's going to be a good game. 
because that game's going to again show you again who's the better team. Because for as bad as the Rams played, mm-hmm. the Saints should have lost last week to Washington. We we we're coming up on a str- like we're coming up on you know the, the final stretch of the season. Last teams playing out the string last six games of the seasons, and you're going to see a lot of good football. You're going to I think you're going to see the actual hierarchy of the NFC mm-hmm. take place over the next couple of weeks. Yep. You look at the Saints. Saints are at the Rams, home against the Panthers, then at the Falcons. That's that's a test right there. Mm-hmm. Those are, you know, that's I understand the Falcons aren't necessarily, you know, the team that they used to be, but that's still a tough matchup. That's no gimme. Not, you know? Yeah. Not not at all. Not at all. You, uh, let's look. Just saw the Saints. All right, let's um, see. We ain't got no staff, so nobody can pull this up for me. I got to pull it up myself. Wah, wah, All right. Wah. Yeah, it is, it is what it is. Let's look at the Rams. Who who the Rams have? All right. Shout out to Patrick Manley and PhillyGoFlow.com for having this good internet yes. so I can just call this stuff right up. Though. Great internet. All right, yeah. Let's see. Got uh, the Vikings. Oh, excuse, yes, Rams got the Vikings. Mm-hmm. The Saints. And then the car at the Cardinals, and then they're then they then they're uh, host Eagles, then they got the Seahawks. Yeah. So they got the Vikings on Thursday, Rams Vikings Thursday Sunday. No, isn't that the uh, Rams Vikings? No. You sure? I'm positive. That's not the. Uh, oh, you know. I'm sorry. I'm bugging. It's okay. I'm bugging. It's it's all right. Yeah. Rams Vikings. I need, I need to get these glasses. Yeah, I need to get these glasses fixed. <laughs> I need to get these glasses fixed, man. <laughs> anyway, got Saints on Sunday, Cardinals, Eagles, Seahawks, and then they go. Then they got to play the Titans. Titans ain't you know. Mm, yeah. Titan, yeah, Titans can play good ball too. Yeah, but nonetheless, you know, it's like the. I I look at the I look at the rent. I look at the Rams' upcoming schedule. I look at the Saints' upcoming schedule. Then I look at the Eagles, and I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm still feeling kind of good. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. I, I I like their chances. I really do. I like their chances. So we need to get into this a little bit more. You know, we, we don't even need to to be labor or whatever the issue anymore. All right, we got a full show for you guys to talk football, all mm-hmm. right? We're talking nothing but football this week, okay? So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, former Eagle Gary Cobb. Yes. My man. Your friend. My close personal friend. Your close personal best friend. In the whole wide world. I give him advice on suits, and, you know, I, I give him, you know, like I understand he played the game, and everything. why are you giving me the side eye like that? You don't believe me? Well, look, don't ask him, all right? Uh, just just know that I do, all right? All right. When, 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 when he calls in, don't ask him about the advice I give him on suits, all right? Are you still going to play Marshall on Tech Mobile? Um, yeah, I should. I'll probably lose because he's good at it because that's all he does is play Nintendo. He refuses to, like, step into – he won't even step into the 90s and, and play Genesis games. Really? Yeah. He did, plays he got, Nintendo. did he got PS4? No. Oh, my God. He he has a Nintendo. We gotta hook him up. Yeah. No, he doesn't want it. We gotta hook him up. No, he doesn't want it. But nonetheless, G Cobb's here. All right, G Cobb is on hold. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk to him next. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Yep. And when we come back, we will talk Eagles with the great Gary Cobb.
Best in the World Sports Report. Once again, hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at B-I-T-W Sports. Hit us up at all times. Remember, hit up Total Sports Live as well. Yep. And talk to us. Learn about sports. We're here. All right, Best in the World. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday at 8 a.m. on the Philly Go Flow at phillygoflow.com. You are a Philly sports fan looking for extensive coverage of your favorite local pro and college teams. Go to totalsportslive.com. Total Sports Live is your one-stop shop for all the news you need to know in the Philadelphia sports scene. Be sure to follow Total Sports Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. When you need to know Philly sports, get to know totalsportslive.com. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Ladies and gentlemen, and we are back on the Best in the World Sports Report. Got a lot of football to talk about. All right, we're feeling good. As as you would normally feel good coming off the of, of thrashing of the Dallas Cowboys. There's just something about beating up on the Cowboys that just naturally makes you feel good. Am I, I mean, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. It's, no. always, it's always good to beat up on your It is. It's always opponent. good to beat up on the – I mean, not just a division opponent. I mean – You hate it, right. Yeah. I mean, it's cool when you beat up on the Giants. Yep. It's cool when you beat up on the Redskins. Or the Washington professional football team. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Indigenous right. people. Yeah, yeah, whatever, man. I'm just saying. Whatever name you want to apply. got to be culturally the, sensitive the, here. When you beat up on the burgundy and gold. There you go. You feel good. Yes. But there's something – about when you beat the Dallas Cowboys. That star. That star. That cowboy mascot. Exactly. And and, and you feel like when, when you beat them, you know, you've beaten everything about the Ca- Dallas Cowboys. Yes. I feel like we just beat Troy Aikman. Yes. Michael we, Irvin. We beat Michael Irvin. Dion with his fresh De- hairline. Yeah, Dion when his hairline was like... When he had a hairline. That was back there. Yeah, you know, who else did we beat? We beat uh, Quincy Carter. Oh, God. <laughs> Vinny Testaverde. Vinny Testaverde. Drew Henson. Drew, Drew Henson. Drew, Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe. All those guys just got beat. Tony Romo. Tony Romo. It doesn't matter. Wade Phillips. Bill Parcells. Roger Staubach. Tom Landry. Cooper all, Rush. Yeah, they all got beat on Sunday. All of it. And I feel good. So... My friend, I got a treat for you. Like I normally do in these situations, I dig deep into my Rolodex of close personal friends, people who I talk to every day because they like me because they think I am a popular guy. Yes, you are. And I went there and I did that and I dug deep into the Rolodex and I had to call out my friend to talk about this game. Ladies and gentlemen, on the line with us this week, Former Philadelphia Eagle, Mr. Gary Cobb. Gary, what's going on, my friend? Uh, all is well. How you doing, John? Oh, <laughs> everything is good. Now, Gary, I was talking to you on Sunday because we're both close personal friends and we go, we hang out and talk all the time. You don't, you don't need to tell them the truth. All right, just, 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 just go with me on this. All it's right. all good. 
we were talking about just the the feeling good and seeing this win and start you know at, it's time to embrace i i fought it now for weeks but i'm re- i am ready to em- embrace the expectations i'm ready to embrace the talk and I want to ask you, Gary, as somebody, as a professional, as someone who's played the game, as someone who watches the game week in and week out, are you ready to embrace the the talk, the Super Bowl talk? Because it, it gets stronger and stronger every week. Well, you know, if you, if you look at things, I mean, you see a lot of the ingredients you need in a Super Bowl uh, championship team. I mean, you, you've got a quarterback who – is capable of making all the plays. Uh, he's leading the league in touchdown passes. And uh, he's had, having a great year. He's only in his second year. But he's the kind of guy who can he can beat you with his arms. He can beat you with his legs. He can beat you with his mind. Uh, so you've got a lot of ingredients there in the quarterback. You look at both lines. You look at the offensive line for the Eagles, which is able to uh, dominate in the running game and block for the passing game. And then you look at the the defensive line for the Eagles, which is able to dominate uh, against the run and against the pass. And just with those ingredients alone, not to mention some of the other talents you got, if you've got outstanding offensive line, defensive line, and a quarterback, you've got a chance to win the whole thing. So let's break it. I I think that's what that says to me. And and I see more ingredients of of a team, an outstanding team. So – they, they definitely have a chance to do it. Uh, they are going to have to beat some good teams along the way. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately they're probably going to also have to kill the monster. You know, at some point they're going to have to kill the monster. You know who the monster is, right? Tell, tell us, who is the monster? The, the monster is the team that's been dominating the NFL for, let's say, the last 15 years. With, 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 that, with that guy named Tom Brady. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the, 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 See, the team that, 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 that beat the Eagles scary. in the... Yeah. They're going to have... You know, you, know, you know when they have a movie, and you can tell right at the start of the movie, they, they bring the monster on, and they, then they bring on the person that got to kill the monster. You know? And, and I think that's what we got. The Eagles have got to kill the monster, because I think the monster... Is probably going to find his way to the Super Bowl again. Yeah, yeah. You know, he always, I mean, he always does. Yeah. Now Pittsburgh looks good. Pittsburgh looks good, but Pittsburgh is the only team over there that could have any chance of beating them. I don't see. I haven't seen another AFC team that I think could beat them in in, in the playoffs. So, you know, it's probably Pittsburgh and New England, and so they're going to end up playing one of those. Now it would be exciting to play Pittsburgh, and you got two. Pennsylvania teams going against each other, mm-hmm. but I I kind of think it's going to be the monster with um, you know the guy named uh, you know those two B's yeah, Belichick yeah. Belichick and Brady you know that's what See, it's probably going to be. Now if, if if that were to happen, if that were to happen, and we we can run this tape, well you know we don't we don't need to run the tape. I I, I don't I don't care about running the tape, you know what, what whatever. I just want to get there. So if there, yeah. if there's a couple losses. In between, you know, in a couple regular season losses on the way to the Super Bowl, I'll take that. I, I don't, I don't well, care. Well, you know? the thing they, they think is now the other team that is, you know, should concern everybody is New Orleans because mm. you, you know you got Drew Brees. Who, I mean, you think of it with Drew Brees, you know, he can beat you with his arm. 
But now he's got a running game, and they got a defense that's playing pretty good. So uh, they're they're probably going to have to beat the Saints. Uh, you know. Yeah. Now, Gary, let me ask you this. Yeah. Who would ever have thought that the Saints would go out in the offseason, bring in Adrian Peterson, cut him, <laughs> and then get better at the running game? Uh, and that, this, that's amazing. This, this is a team that cut Adrian Peterson, and now they're yeah. running the ball. Now they look like they've just been a team that runs the ball, you know, as their bread and butter for years. That's right. Well, they, you know, they cut the thing Adrian. is that, yeah, it's all about youth, though, when you're talking about running backs. You know, you got to have those young legs. You know, uh, I, I can remember when I was playing, uh, you know, coming into the league and the um, the veteran players were making a big deal of crying to the coach about. We've we got to practice on the, on the grass, coach. You know, we can't practice on that turf. And I, and I would always be joking, ah, man, who cares what we practice on? But as I got older, I said, you know what? Coach, we need to practice on that glass and get off this turf. <laughs> you know, your, your body, um, you know, the thing, the thing that uh, abandons you to make you retire is your legs. You know, it's not your upper body. I mean, I could still go into a weight room and they go, man, Cobb, you look like you could still play. I said, the key word is look like, you know, look like. Cause, you know, because I, I, I can't run. I can't, I can't run with the guys. Now, I could get in there and and deal with them from a from a muscle and strength standpoint mm-hmm. but but I can't run I can't I can't get from point A to point B uh, quick enough to be able to play so I joke with Barry Brooks about that all the time. Always yeah. telling him, you know, Barry, you look like you could play right now. Whenever, I mean, for the last, like, since I've known, I've known Barrett for about three years now. And yeah. whenever there's an injury or something on the offensive line, I'm the first one, like, Big B, you know, you, know, you, can, you can get in there, you can play. Yeah. Big B, you know, get, get on the phone, let the, you know, let him know That's you right. can play. And, and he says the same yeah. thing that you say. He's like, hey, look, man, I can't run no more. He said the running day, yeah. like if he if he could block and just stand still, he'd do it. You know, right. but actually having to run, nah, he he's good on that. Yeah, those wheels, you know, the legs. That's what that's what abandons you. Um, but you know, with with the guards, those running backs and the, and the running game for New Orleans, I tell you, you know, they 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 look good, man. I was looking at them against the Redskins the other night, and um, you know, they they definitely you can see where. They just got some young players that, you know, they, they made the need for Adrian Peterson. They, they just, you know, they just beat him out. I mean, they're just better at this point in their careers. And everybody's time comes, you know. It's just a matter of when, but everybody's time comes. Even a phenomenal athlete like Adrian Peterson, you know. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So let's get, uh, let's get, let's, let's go back to the game on Sunday. All right. Okay. Uh, big win. Uh, 37-9, scored 30 unanswered points in the second half. They were down 9-7 to seven at halftime. And it, you could kind of you, you hear the chirping a little bit. You know, there was some yeah. que- you know, people were starting to question the play calling, question right. the offense, que- you know, how could they come out so sluggish? What did you see, like what adjustments did you see made at halftime that helped turn this game around? Well, I, I think the big thing they did was they said, well, we're going to run the football. You know, we're running the football uh, and uh, we're going to enforce our will on this on the uh, on the Cowboys. 
And I thought that they were able to do that. They were able to run effectively, which really eliminated any kind of pass rush. And therefore, you had uh, Carson, you know, throwing to some pretty, pretty uh, open targets uh, because they established the running game. And uh, that's something that they really don't want to get away from. I mean, you know, if you if you can run the ball on a team, you, you really are embarrassing their their defense. I mean, and it's it's demoralizing when a team's running the ball on you. So uh, that opens up everything in the passing game and. And that's, you know, you're also going to have Carson uh, rolling out either way and and uh, doing a lot of things if if you get that running game going. So they established the running game there in the second half. And the rest really was history because, you know, when they got down on the goal line, they could go play action pass. You know, they got to honor every fake. And the fact that they got to honor every fake uh, leaves people open so that – it was just pitch and catch for uh, Carson the rest of the way, and and then the defense scores a touchdown. It, you know that, that defensive line. I tell you, they really know how to take over a game. So you had the offensive line establishing the run, and then the defensive line just putting uh, pressure on Dak Prescott, and the defensive backs doing a good job of uh, of picking passes off. Uh, it, it was a solid. I mean, it was outstanding in the second half the way they played. First half uh, really they. They they were they weren't really on their game. I thought the uh, the time off really kind of messed them up. Yeah, you mentioned the um, the the defense and on the Eagles defense. Unlike you know other years, you know this defense is very young. A lot of young guys in the secondary and on the defensive line with Derek Barnett. What have you seen mm-hmm. from these guys? You know this year, have they exceeded your expectations? Like guys like Jalen Mills or you know even Derek Barnett and Rasul Douglas. Have they? you know, exceeded what you thought they would be doing this season? Well, I expected good things from Derek Barnett. Mm -hmm. I got the chance to know him uh, at the draft, Uh, him and his his mom. You could see how she had raised him. He's uh, really a solid young man. Comes in, hard worker, knows how important it is, the technique, is very important as a pass rusher. And really in the NFL game, technique is important. Whether you're blocking, tackling, rushing the passer, running routes, whatever it is, because you're talking about the best of the best. And a lot of these guys have physical tools. And the only way you can beat people consistently is you got to have a great technique. And that's what Derek Barnett has. He's very smart for his age. He understands the game, and uh, he's really coming along. I'm excited about what, what we're going to get out of him in the future. And then if you look at uh, Jalen Mills, just talking to these guys, and that's what I enjoy doing, talking to them, is that they're smart players. I mean, Jalen Mills is really learning the game. He's learned it from Malcolm Jenkins and um, Rodney, Rodney McLeod. Both of them have done a great job of teaching Jalen and Rasul Douglas, teaching these guys how to be smart, how to look at down and distance, that teams like to do certain things on a certain down and distance. And, and he's, he's just a smart player right now. And I think that, um, you know, they're just going to get better and better. But, but this team is really, um, they have progressed as a football team. Now you talk, you talked about Derek Barnett uh, real quick as part of the young yeah. guys. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the things I really like about this Eagles team, and especially that front seven, is the depth yeah. that they have. Oh, tremendous. Yes. Yeah, they have so much depth. But with Derek Barnett playing at the level that he's playing, at what mm-hmm. point do you do you see a point in this this season where they insert Derek Barnett into the starting lineup and maybe cut down a little bit on Vinny Curry? Or are they both playing at a level so great that there's really no reason to even make a change? I don't think that um, – I don't think Vinny's going to lose his job this year. And the reason being is the job he's doing against the run. He's not just playing the pass. He's playing the run and he's doing an outstanding job of that. And I think that um, – He's doing a good job rushing the passer, too. So a lot of times, rushing the passer depends on what they're running, how fast is the quarterback getting rid of the ball. So I don't think it's going to happen this year, but I, I think it's going to happen next year. But, you know, Derek Barnett, I, he probably is a better pass rusher than Benny right now, just as a, you know, a total pass rusher. But Benny's playing he, – he's doing a good job playing the run. So – I don't think they want to discourage uh, Benny and, and um, you know, Derek Barnett's kind of humble young kid who uh, won't have any problem uh, backing up. So I think they'll just keep it like it is. But um, they've got some outstanding, you know, outstanding people they're sending out there. And um, keeping guys fresh, having um, quality backups, you know, that's something that's going to help them going on. And, uh, that's probably the thing I look at, and I say, you know, they could win the whole thing. Is that they got so much depth at, at different positions, and they've done such a great job of going out and getting uh, players who maybe not not starters, uh, but they're good, capable players who can help you when you get into a uh, a problem with injuries. On the line with former Eagle Gary Cobb, hanging with us, talking uh, talking football. We talked about the depth of this team. We're talking about, you know, the play of the young guys like a Derek Barnett, like a Jalen Mills. But if you could talk a little bit more about uh, what the veterans on this team have done, you know, guys who, especially on this defense, when you're looking at guys like a, a Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Malcolm Jenkins, like what what kind of impact are you seeing from them and, and the role that they're playing in this Eagle team so far this season? Well, well I think, first of all, They've done, done a great job of setting examples, which means you got to work hard. You got to be prepared. Um, and you kind of uh, setting the kind of model you want the young players to, to, uh, to copy mm-hmm. and to emulate. And so, uh, you know, it starts, you know, we can start with Fletcher Cox. I mean, he and Tim Jernigan, see now, bringing in Tim Jernigan was great for Fletcher Cox because he just seems like he's enjoying the game more. You know, uh, yep. Tim Jernigan, he's a cut-up. You know, he, he likes to clown around a little bit. And he, he likes to have fun out there on the field while they're whooping people's uh, behinds. <laughs> and, you know, uh, Fletcher's been having more fun with the game. And, 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 and they both uh, are, are, you know, very hard to block one-on-one. And see, that's what's creating a problem. Is when they decide they want to double Fletcher, a lot of times Tim Jernigan is giving them headaches because he's living in the backfield. So they'll they'll uh, they'll try to 
change something up so that they can double uh, Tim Jernigan and then Fletcher's loose. So I, I, I really like what's happened with them. Uh, but I think Fletcher's done a great job as a leader of this team and kind of setting the tone with him and Tim talking about, hey, they're not going to be single blocked. And if you, you can't zinc single block either one of them, and that puts a, uh, an offensive coordinator in a headache. Uh, so looking at other places on the defense, uh, Brandon Graham has um, – he just comes into his own over the last few years. Uh, you know, just a, a, a guy that's hard – would be hard to dislike. I mean, he's such a jovial, uh, fun-filled guy who's always talking. <laughs> uh, but uh, he plays hard. You're talking talk about a guy that's constant pursuit. And really the whole defensive line, you look at how hard they play. And uh, you got to give um, defensive line coach a lot of credit because all eight of those guys play hard. And they really have just taken teams out of their game because they refuse to let teams run on them. And they, they're just an uh, outstanding group. I mean, so moving on, I, I, I mentioned um, Brandon Graham. Uh, prior to that, um, I talked about Tim Jernigan and Fletcher Cox and everything. Uh, we've already talked about Vinnie Curry. Go to the linebackers. And, and this is one thing about this team. It seems like every time somebody gets hurt, the guy that steps in for him plays better than he did, even though he yep. was the starter. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, what happened now. Uh, we're talking about Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks got hurt. Nigel Bradham has played some of the best football he's ever he's played while he's been with the Eagles. He's played them in his last few games uh, with the job he's done. And, and Michael Kendricks has had an outstanding season. Uh, Michael was not happy about his playing time. Uh, I, I had been back there in the, in the locker room listening to Michael uh, talk about how you know, angry he was and why didn't he thought he wasn't getting a fair shot and blah, blah, blah. And we talked about it. Let him just get it out of the system. And uh, I said, you know, hey, you got to make it where they just say, we cannot take this guy off the field. You know, that's the way you got to play to the point where I said, you know, I don't know what we're going to do, but we just cannot take him out, man. We, we got to have this guy on the field. Man. He makes too many plays. We need him out there. And really, that's what uh, Michael Kendricks has done. He, he's been outstanding. And we've shown why they drafted him, you know, a number of years ago. Uh, and, and then that's great to see. And all this has come together. Then you look at the, uh, the defensive backfield with us. What I mentioned about Jalen Mills and how he, he knows how to uh, read things with down and distance and the formations. Um, you know, that's the way you're able to figure out what teams are going to do in certain situations. That you, you find the formation and you, and you find out what down and distance and uh, you find out all that information, and then you can really do some good scouting reports on uh, the other team. And that's what they're getting in on, on the defense. They really have stepped it up. And I see nothing but good things down the road for this football team. I mean, they really uh, – you know, I, I failed to mention Chris Long. Let me get Chris in here. Yeah. He's, had, he's had an outstanding year, and he's really been a calming influence in, uh, on the team. And uh, I like uh, the way he has – uh, taking it and made it a point to work with younger players and, and keep them in a mindset where they could play at any minute, at any minute. Cause you know, that's the truth. You, you could all of a sudden you'd be sitting there and you could be thinking about whatever they are on the bench. And all of a sudden they said, Hey, Smith, get in there. 
such and such is down. We need you to play the rest of the game, you know. So you never know when something like that happens. But um, I, I, I really, uh, I think this team, they definitely have the ingredients, and hopefully they will, they will not uh, do anything that uh, that changes the way they play. They got to play the same way and just steamroll the rest of the NFL and and, and take the crown. That I, I would like to see them do that. And chances are, it won't be that easy. <laughs> no, 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 it won't. Well, you talked about yep. the whole next man up mentality and how prepared this team go. How I guess how prepared this team has been in the face of adversity. I mean, you 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 see the injuries, and you know, as fans, we get into it with other fans all the time. You know, all week we've we've now listened to Dallas fans talking about all the injuries they have and how the injury, you know, how depleted their team is and how those injuries have played a role in the fact that they weren't able to maintain the level of success that they had last season. Then you look at an Eagles team. We've lost to Jason Peters. We've lost, uh, we lost Jordan Hicks. You know, we just got Ronald Darby back who has been gone since halfway through the first game. But That's yet, like, what about what, what about um, Darren Sproles? Darren Sproles gone for the year. You know, yep. we we see it, and I guess like when when I look at it, and I, I want to know if 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 you see this too. I, do, does this kind of speak to you know Doug's role in the NFL? Because you know that you know that players will respect guys who've been in the league. But Doug, you know, Doug Peterson was always uh he was a career backup. Yeah. So he, you know, he speaks from that place of being ready when your number's called. Do you think that plays a role into like how you know getting the team ready, being prepared, saying, "Hey, you know what? I've been there. I've been in this position as having to be someone that needs to be ready at all times." Well, I think that's uh, something where you start talking about uh, you know some of the different things that you um, were alluding to with this team and, and Doug Peterson. First of all, I think that Doug has done a great job of letting the, the players own the team, meaning like the players uh, have the freedom to decide different things, but he's definitely got them to buy in where they play hard for him. And, and that's one of the number one things you got to get as a head coach is you want guys that will go to bat for you and, and, and will go out there and battle because that's one thing he, uh, he, was, uh, he was able to establish and uh, the consistency where the leaders, um, the leaders have been able to help kind of train the younger players where they say, hey, look, this is uh, the way we do things around here. And so um, I, I think he has done a very good job of, of giving players freedom, uh, holding them accountable, uh, having, uh, developing a group of leaders on the team that he's able to communicate with and, and see, uh, you know, what's the mindset of everybody. So uh, I, I love the job he's done. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's made his mistakes. I think the number one thing, you know, well, probably the number one thing is Carson Wentz, the job he's done working with him. But uh, in addition to Carson Wentz, the big thing is the running game, the way they run the football. I mean, the Saints, Wow. You know, um, and and the way the Eagles are running football, I should say the way the Eagles are running football. I mean, uh, with with um, with Doug Peterson, 
You know, Doug initially, he, you know, he was going to play the West Coast offense the way you normally do, which is a lot of short passes. And, and, and you know, your running game is, is really not a major part of it. While he's made the running game a major part of the offense, and thankfully so, because it opens up your whole passing game when you're running the football effectively. And uh, there's a bonding that takes place when you're running the football on somebody. Uh, as you see your offense out there running it down somebody's throat uh, with the clock ticking out. That's, Im- that's, that's impressive, and I've seen that. So I really like the job Doug has done uh, in, in, in making sure he's gotten his players uh, on his side and he's let them ha- you know, share in some of the leadership roles uh, with the team. So we'll, we'll see how it works out, but I, I just think that he's, he's done a tremendous job, and you've got to give Howie credit. And, and uh, Joe Douglas, got to give them those guys credit, too, because they evaluated the players, and it seems like they've been right about, about most of them, you know. So, give, given this, and, and before, before we let, uh, let you go, just wanted to talk a little bit more about Car- just Car- Carson Wentz and how he's played so far this season. Do you see, I mean, am I, do I get, Am I going too far? Am I doing too much when I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking, you know what? I could be watching. I could be looking at this year's MVP. Is that? Am I doing too? Am I? Am I overstepping my bounds? Am I looking through? Am I watching this thing with with with, with green colored glasses, or is this a legitimate MVP ca- candidate that we're I, watching right now? I, I think it's legit. I think it's, it's think it's definitely legit. And what what you all say? Too legit to quit? Yeah. Well, he's – I mean, Carson is, is legit. I mean, uh, he has made the plays. I mean, he, he has done a great job of extending plays with his uh, with his legs and and with his ability to break tackles, you know, because he's much stronger than a lot of these pass rushers realize until they get back there and he'll, he'll just run through their tackle. Because he's a he's a big you know specimen of a, of a quarterback, so um, there's no doubt that that Carson is MVP candidate and probably the leading candidate at this point with the Eagles sporting the the best record in the game. Um, he, he just knows where to go with the ball each time on each snap. He's got a a a, a great vision of the field and he can see everything. Uh, I, I just think that you're talking about just a great situation. Now, hopefully he makes the best of it. Mm-hmm. But right now, at this point, he is the league MVP. At this point right now, he's the league MVP playing for the team with the best record in football, and he's had a lot to do with that. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it would be great news to get the news that he wins it, but, you know, I don't know that he will. We'll see. We'll have to see, but mm-hmm. – He's he's had a great year, no doubt about that. Definitely, definitely. Hey, well, Gary, we will let you go. Just want to say thank you for calling into the show. We appreciate having you on. You know, whenever you want to jump on with us, phones are always open for you, my friend. Okay. All right. I I, I remember that. Hey, and you know what else? I just want to leave you guys with this. Mm -hmm. Go Eagles. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. See, I, I, I told you. Hey, Gary, thank you, my friend. All right, my pleasure. That was former Eagle Gary Cobb. G Cobb in the house. I told you, man. When you roll with me, I will I will introduce you to people. We will meet people. Yes, okay? we will. 
Yeah, yes, he was breaking we it down. Yes. He was breaking it down. Breaking it down. From a player's hey, side. Exactly. Exactly. You don't get that analysis nowhere else. No, no. You, well, you, you can, but it's still the best oh, in the world right here. I'm about to say, come on. You got to come. You got to <laughs> go with the flow, no, no, I man. understand. I understand. You got to be like, hey, yeah, you right about that. Yeah. Well, shout out to all the people watching us on Facebook Live right now. Shout out Joseph. Uh, he agrees with Gary, agrees with us. He's a legit MVP candidate. Travion, what's happening, my friend? Said fly, uh, fly high, Eagles. Looking for the redemption game in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. You and me both. My man Matthew Pouse. Matthew checked in. He wanted to know about how the Eagles matched up with the Saints, but he, he came in late. I was like, Matthew, we talked about that at the very beginning. We can still break it down. We can still break it down. Eagles gonna beat the Saints. All right, let's not go that far now. Uh, not? I'm not. I, it's gonna be a. It would be a tough game. It would be a tough game. Right, I, I didn't say you're, Eagles. You're, you're I didn't say Eagles were going to crush. The you're Saints. the one. See, me and you, we we equal each other out. You're the one that's like full steam ahead. I'm the one that's just like just, take just, it. Just calm. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. enjoy the ride. We'll yeah. take it one game yeah. at a time. Take it one game at a time. So when you take it one game at a time, mm-hmm. that brings us to the next game. Correct. Against the Chicago Bears. The Bears. All right. All right, let's see. This isn't the early Bears of 2000 with Jim Miller. It's, it's not, yeah. Nah. Jim McMahon's not walking through that door. Nah. Rex Grossman even isn't even running through, walking through that door. Oh, goodness. Brian Erlock. Well, he's not quarterback, but still. Brian Erlocker. Devin Hester. Uh, Moosin Muhammad. Moosin Muhammad. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Uh, who, Alshon Jeffrey not walking through that because he plays for us now. All right. Uh, let's see. Um. Greg Olson, yeah, not not walking through that yeah. door. Such, uh, a bad, first, such a bad move for Chicago to yeah. let him go. Yeah, they didn't probably know what he was going. Guess, to be. guess who? Guess who it was a good a good move for? Us, us, yep, us. I'll take it. Yeah, that Saint, uh, that Saints run game. We talked about it earlier. Um, I guess I'm in awe because they they're balling so much and they're they're balling without Adrian Peterson. And I think that's amazing because yeah, I mean, you know, you not, can. I mean, well, not no. really. I mean, they're they're running the ball. Well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying they're even. I think a lot of people with AP, mm-hmm. he wasn't necessarily a fit for their offense. No. and I think no, that's but, what, but I think that's what threw everybody but off. I thought, but the whole I think the whole thing about they said AP wasn't a fit for their offense. Mm-hmm. I thought AP wasn't a fit for their offense when their offense was pass first. Yeah. Now they're running Run, the ball. Yeah. And they got rid of him. Mm-hmm. They got rid of him and went to the game that would have. Suited him more, right? So that's kind. Of, that's that's kind of where I'm at with that. I mean, you know, I mean, if they kept Adrian Peterson, we probably wouldn't know much about Alvin Kamara the way we do now. No, that's true, and he's a beast. Yeah, he's good. He, he's a beast, but I feel uh, like another draft pick, another draft pick, another draft pick. Don't worry, man. We got Donnell Pumphrey. Oh my god, we 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 got Donnell Pumphrey. I'm not worried. You know why? Why? Because we got King Young Barner scoring touchdowns. Yes. We got Corey Clement we scoring touchdowns. Seven we, touchdowns we for Corey the, Clement. We got, we, we got the first of all, we got the 420 backfield. Yes, we the do. The all 420 backfield, baby. We got Jay. We got a Jay and we got a Blunt. Blunt. All right. And they and smoking just, in a Honda. <laughs> smoking in a Honda. All right, look. Let's take a quick break. Mm-hmm. 
Just want to remind you guys, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BITW Sports. All right. I hope Caitlin doesn't miss B-I-T-W this episode. Sp- I hope she doesn't either. <laughs> all right, because she, you know, she, Caitlin was 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 kind of salty that yeah. she missed the live broadcast. In fact, somebody needs to let her know, like, hey, man, we'll, we're we're about to do this. All right. So hey, if you uh, let's take a quick break. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we will talk Eagles Bears mm-hmm. with Layla Rahimi. From NBC Sports Chicago, all right? She used to be here in Philadelphia. She was here in Philly for for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now she's in Chicago. She covers the Bears. She's going to talk a little bit about this Bears game, all right? So once again, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at BITW Sports. Remember, download the podcast on iTunes and Apple Podcasts or on SoundCloud.com slash BITW Sports. Shout out to my man, Talib. Talib is checking back in with us again. Second we, week in a row. Second week in a row. We appreciate that, man. Talib, did you check out the uh, did you check out the podcast? Did you listen to the podcast too? Because you got to do that too. All right, check us out on Facebook. Download the podcast. Hey, you guys, we will be right back. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday at 8 a.m. on the Philly Go Flow at phillygoflow.com. You are a Philly sports fan looking for extensive coverage of your favorite local pro and college teams. Go to TotalSportsLive.com. Total Sports Live is your one-stop shop for all the news you need to know in the Philadelphia sports scene. Be sure to follow Total Sports Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. When you need to know Philly sports, get to know TotalSportsLive.com. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. We are back still feeling good on the best in the world sports report. John Brown, Javon Alford. Want to thank our, my good friend. Yes. Uh, you know, it, look, it's our good friend. He's a friend of the show. You're a part of the show. All right. Our good friend, Gary Cobb, for checking in, talking Eagles, breaking it down. Mm-hmm. So we had to shift. You know, we had, we had to shift a little bit. You know, we talked about the Eagles and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Now we need to talk, you know, we need to get back into this whole one game at a time. Thing. Yes. So we got to talk about the next game. Got to go behind enemy lines. Got to go behind. But here's the thing. Yeah, you know, you could consider this going behind enemy lines. Well, because they're the opponent. Yeah, but this part, our next guest is not my enemy. Well, I know. She's not our enemy. She's my friend. I know. Let me tell you. You have a lot of good friends that come I, I do. I, well, look. Uh, of, of you, the, you, you opened up the Rolodex once I again. I opened up the Rolodex of all my close personal friends, and I looked through it to see who could I get to come on the show this week. It's like look, playing Wheel of Fortune. It, it is. It, it is. I, I, that's, that's what I have. I have a big wheel in my house, <laughs> and I call it the... The wheel of friends and i sit there and i look at it you know I, I, in fact i don't look at it i close my eyes mm-hmm. and i take a dart and i just throw it at the wall and it's like who could i get it and then i call that person because you know i'm i'm, I'm famous like that and people just like me yes they do they do I, I know you're trying to sound a little sarcastic oh no no no, no, no but it, it is serious. true no, man. i got people, I, people do like you people do like me all right so 
without further ado, let's bring in our next guest from NBC Sports in Chicago. NBC Sports Chicago. Yeah, NBC. Well, it's in yeah. Chicago, but, well, but they don't that, say that's in, not. Yeah, they don't in, say in. In yeah. is not part of the title. Exactly. All right. Okay. I got it. NBC <laughs> Sports Chicago. My good friend. My best. Fr- all right. All right. That might be going over too. But but see see. She likes me. I like her. We're good friends. We cool like that. Layla Rahimi. Layla, what's going on, my friend? I mean, that's the best intro I'm going to get for a long time. It's just good to hear your voice, Jamie. I appreciate you having me on. It's good to hear yours, too. Javon, let me tell you something about my friendship with Layla. Mm -hmm. Uh, We bond over Twitter over money gifts. Okay. That's that. That is our thing. It does not so matter true. who. It does. If somebody in sports is getting paid, as soon as I see the news, as soon as she sees the news, the first thing we do is hit up the other person, and then we just start rattling off money gifts back and forth. You know, it it doesn't matter. You know, and people join in. People see it because because it. You know, on, on a good night, it could go for hours. Who just, doesn't just, love money gifts? Money gifts is the greatest. So that, like, that's that's part of you know our bond. It, it started over money gifts. I think it started when the new NBA CBA came out, and yes. then that's when you were just like, every money gift ever is about to happen. Exactly, because people were getting paid last, you know, last off season, not not this past off season, but the one before that, when you were just seeing everybody who had who is currently in the NBA, just get broke off com- completely. When you're watching, like, Evan Turner get, like, $175 million and stuff, it was just like, Mike all right. Mike Conley. Mike Conley, Alan Crabb. Uh, you know, all, yeah, exactly. As soon as, soon as, them, as soon as that contract went up, I was like, hey, Layla, you know what it's time for. And she and she would know. She, she didn't have to ask. She didn't say, huh, what, what, what are you talking about? No, it's money gift time. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. It is. James Harden got paid this year. Exactly. Money gift. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, money gift. Money gift. Robert Covington, money gift. Money gift. Exactly. That's that's what we do. But now, there are levels of money gifts. Like, I only reserve the Rick Ross in the office with the UGK sweatshirt money gift for certain special occasions. No, I understand. I understand. You can't just break that up for anybody. No, I, I feel the same way about... Uh, the the Wood Harris paid in full with the uh, at the cash machine money gift. <laughs> that you know that one that, that that's that's a good favorite. You know I can't just hand that to anybody. That and and uh and Dave Chappelle fanning himself with the money. And you don't want the Kim Kardashian money gift because no, no. that might imply something. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know you want to yeah. reserve that for like Tristan Thompson maybe. Exactly. Not so it, much for James Harden or Joel Embiid. Exactly. Exactly. Are you, Javon? Are you you understanding this knowledge that I'm dropping on you? Yes, I am. You got to educate. Look, <laughs> I'm bringing in people from Chicago to talk to you about these money gifts because that's what's important. I get it. You get it. I follow. All right. Here, all right. On to the game. What's going to happen on Sunday? On Sunday. What right do you there. think is going to happen on Sunday? <laughs> That was such an open-ended question. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what's going to happen. What's going to the happen? Eagles are going to improve their record and look even more superhuman. Oh, you you think so? I mean, 
Let uh, me tell you this. Okay. It's, it's confession time. It's been long enough. I love Philly. They know that. Mm-hmm. You know where I'm from. Yes. All right. And I knew that the Eagles would crush the Cowboys. Knew it. They you knew it. it. I'm thinking twice about it. Once I saw what their run defense was giving up a game, I was like, this is a joke. It, you, there's there's mm-hmm. nothing told me that the Eagles weren't going to go into Dallas and do what they did on Sunday night. So that was just business as usual. You were, It wasn't even about you being impressed by what the uh, – what they did. You, I mean, you, you just you knew it all along. No, it's always impressive to see a team go into a place when that is an emotionally charged game, and you know how the Phillies, the Philly fan base feels about the Eagles going into Dallas. And, and but they took care of business. They did what they were supposed to do, and they did it handily, handily. That second half was punishing. It was. And and- and they were the team that we thought they were. They did everything that we thought they were going to do. They did it. So if you apply that to this Bears team, mm-hmm. who is losing winnable games to teams like a Packers team without Aaron Rodgers, and they aren't even putting their best players on the field on the final drive to try to beat the Lions when that game is still in hand, what do you think happens? Well, look. See that goes that that goes to part of me being a, a a seasoned Philadelphia fan, a seasoned Eagle fan, mm-hmm. because I hear this, and I understand that I I understand that I should like confidence should be through the roof for a game like this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I look at this and you see how they match up. You see how the Eagles are playing. The Eagles are rolling right now. And then you see the uh, you see the Bears who've lost three in a row, kind of kind of struggling, you know they, you know, like I mean like Layla said, lost winnable games. Mm-hmm. They and, have, and it's it's listen, they've got a rookie running or a rookie quarterback who's mm-hmm. trying his best. They have a rookie running back who's not getting enough playing time on the field. And they've got a ton of injuries. And arguably, you know, one of their standout defensive stars just went down with an undisclosed ACL injury, though it is not a tear. So you won't see Leonard Floyd. So this is this is a Bears team that is hurting right now. Bears team that is hurting. You brought up the, you brought up the quarterback, and I guess this being Philadelphia, we know all too well how it feels to draft a quarterback when everyone wanted you to draft somebody else. You know, we, we've been there, you know, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of this guy. Um, in fact, he, uh, I believe he's from, he's originally from Chicago, but, uh, um, God, what, what is his, um, Mc, uh, Mc, um, McDonald's, <laughs> um, used to wear number uh, five. W- was it number five? Yeah. Went to uh, Syracuse. You. Number uh, five will always love you. Yeah. I, I don't know if number five will always love me personally, but you know he he, lo- he, he loves his, this fan base. But um, depending on who you ask, yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're absolutely right about that. All right, but nonetheless, are people coming around to Trubisky yet, or is, are are they still on the fence, or they still feel like the Bears just went too high with him? So when we sat in the newsroom the night that the Bears drafted Mitch Trubisky, and I'm with the linebacker, Alex Brown, who I cannot express to you 
whose opinion I respect, how much I respect his opinion. And Deshaun Watson had just pulled off an amazing season by all accounts. And the Bears are sitting with this plum draft pick. And you knew who was going number one. And then the next thing you hear is the Bears have traded up. And a lot of people think they got rooked by the 49ers and a rookie GM can move up and have to give up something to get Mitchell Trubisky, who is probably going to be there anyway. So you already say to yourself, was the price too high? And when I was on the radio here in Chicago, somebody said to me, you're going to buy insurance on a car. And I said, yeah, but do you need to buy insurance for a $100,000 car when you're driving a Ford Pinto? Trubisky's not a Pinto. Maybe he's a reasonable Honda Accord. But to me, Deshaun Watson is still a luxury vehicle, even though he obviously went down with a season-ending injury. So I think it's been tempered a little bit because Deshaun Watson is out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. However, knowing football fans, they know what he was doing in Houston. Everybody says, oh, but Trubisky didn't have those type of weapons around him. He doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins. You know, he doesn't have the Houston complement of playmakers. And I say... But Deshaun Watson is a weapon. And that's what I think is missing from all of this. I'm not mad at Trubisky for getting drafted where he did, but I don't know if they necessarily drafted the right guy or should have moved up to go get him. And you, you and he hasn't changed any minds yet? You, I mean, people are still pretty much like – like I, I, he hasn't played well, – A lot since of people like him. A lot of people like him? Yeah, a lot of people like him, and they're eager to see what he can do. But as far as people like me who are keeping an eye on multiple teams, and I don't have a fantasy team, I just do this because I like to watch football, I'm always going to wonder what would have happened if the Bears had had Deshaun Watson. What if? Yeah, what, what, what if? Or Patrick Mahomes. I understand. Or Patrick. I don't, to me, Patrick Mahomes was a little more cut and dry. Yeah. You know, like, but the thing is, is that everybody forgot that Mitch Trubisky only saw 13 games as a starter yep. in college. Yep. And, you know, we're hearing this from Dallas Loggins every week. Oh, you know, we're getting looks that we've never seen before. We're taking what the defense gives us. If they take what the Eagles' defense gives them, how do you think that's going to turn out? See. Got to pray for them. And here, you, see what, you, see, you see what's happening now? You know, it's like everywhere, everything, we, everything we're doing is, is, is turning up Eagles. Yes. You know, we're sitting here, and, and as we do this show, we're fans. You know, you and I are fans. We, yeah. we speak as fans. We're not professional. Well, you're a professional. I'm not a professional. Uh, you, I right. think you're a professional. I'm, I'm, I'm really oh, not Oh, come on, JB. You're pretty professional. Uh, I'm, 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 just, I'm, I'm a dude with a podcast. That's all. <laughs> I got a laptop, and I got a microphone. That's, that, that's Here's all. what we call an influencer, Javon. I, 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 I try. I try. But nonetheless, I, we, we bring in these people. We bring in these guests, to, you know, to bring in perspective, mm -hmm. you know, because they have they have a professional perspective. They watch these games with a professional eye. And I feel like, you know, when when we go when we fly off the handle, you know, the Eagles win a couple games and we're already talking, hey, Super Bowl, hey, run the table, whatever. Well, that's you. OK, fine. That's me. When I say, hey, Eagles, hey, Super Bowl, hey, I'm in it. Hey, I'm ready. You know, I, we bring in guests. Because I want them to say, no, no, I want you to think about this. Be humble. Be humble, you know. 
Let's, let's put this into perspective. And now this is the second guest we've had on today. Is like, you know what? Yeah, this team is good. Uh, you're right to think about the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, you're right to have these expectations. And I have them too. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm scared. I don't. I, I wasn't ready question? for this. Yeah, of course you may a, ask a question. Because to me, like, as a sports fan mm-hmm. and as somebody who enjoyed my time in Philly, Sports is just more fun when people are talking about what's happening in Philadelphia because there's no fans like Philly fans. And I know everybody says that, Mm -hmm. but it really is the truth. That's why everybody says it. It's because it's true. Like, there's nothing like earning that respect from Philadelphia sports fans. There's nothing like talking to them about teams. It's just a different world when they're doing well. And when the Eagles doing well, I like it when the Eagles fans are the Eagles fans Mm -hmm. about it. And they're like, yeah, expect a Super Bowl. Expect Mm -hmm. it to happen. You know why? Because you should. Be excited about your team. Don't be scared. without money. What happens if you lose? It's sad, yeah. But you should be excited about what's happening on the field right now. This is double Dutch. That's what this is. You're scared to jump in. Yeah, I'm scared to jump in. I'm seeing the two girls. You're scared they to got jump. the little clothesline. You're scared, they scared to jump, it, scared to jump in the deep, the deep part yes, of the pool. Yes. Yes. Scared to in. jump in. I'm scared. You got to lean in. All right. Like, all like I got, Wentz is stepping into his throws, man. You got to lean in. Uh, I hear you. And you're absolutely right. I do need to step in. But I'm scared. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting. I got my toe in. You know, maybe I might get down, get a whole foot in. Uh, but Let me know. give you an example, mm-hmm. though. So Cubs fans were probably the most obnoxious fans last year. They were insufferable. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? They won. They won the whole series. So you say if any I... of them regret being excited about that, that season from the moment they signed Jason Hayward on? No, not, not at all. No. And when the five aces came into play in Philly, do I remember Philly fans? Because I was like the infancy of Twitter just going I, insane. I thought I, I thought that I thought when when we when we had the five aces when it, when 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 that happened. See, first of all, it was like a dream come true because they teased us the year before. You know, they went out to get Cliff Lee, so you got Hamels and Lee, and then during the season you bring in Oswald. And you're like, all right, cool, you know, all right, you know. You get, uh, you, oh, no, you know, I'm sorry, they didn't bring in Oswald that season. Uh, but still, nonetheless, all right, we get through that season, get to the, get to the World Series, lose to the Yankees, whatever. It's the Yankees, okay? So we'll, we'll be back. It's, it's the all Yankees. good. Yeah, you know what, I'm not mad. I'm mad, but I'm not mad. But well, then they bring in, you know, they bring in Roy Halladay. And you're just like, oh, my God, we're going to have. You mean to tell me we're going to have Cole Hamels, Cliff Lee, and Roy Halladay for like an hour? I was just losing my mind. I'm just like, oh, my God. No one's That's ever going to get a hit. Like every every Phillies game is going to be 45 minutes because we're just going to pitch 162 shot, uh, shutouts. I that- remember sitting in Austin, Texas and seeing that news because mm-hmm. I, was, I was in Austin at the time. Mm-hmm. And I looked at a buddy of mine and I go, who is Starts opening day, mm-hmm. and and you know I was excited. Start so them all on opening day. Everyone excited. pitches three innings. Yeah, just do a round robin. Exactly, care. but then 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 came the you know the right cross because I was excited. Then they tell me they traded Cliff Lee and we we're not going to have the, all three of them together. 
So we had to wait a season. Then Cliff Lee came back, and it was like Christmas. It was like two days. Of, it, it, it did, happen, it, it did it, happen around Christmas. Yeah. It was like – it it all because first of all that that capped off like a great week of sports. No one had happened. What happened? It happened the same week of that Eagles comeback against the Giants. Oh yeah, when Vic brought him back uh, oh, in the yeah. fourth quarter. That was all the same week. So like I said, it was like Christmas. I'm I'm just like something good is going to happen to me in sports. <laughs> I don't know what whether it's the Eagles, whether it's the you know, and, and the Sixers didn't suck. No, they didn't. Yeah, you know, this is pre-process. They weren't, you know, they weren't good, but they didn't suck. This is 2011, so that was yeah. the year they went to the. Play. Was that the year? That was the. Was that the year they went to the Eastern Conference semifinals? Could have been. Hey. Hey. I but nonetheless, so. to, but to Layla's point, because we're 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 we're, we're back here. Sports is good. Yes, she's absolutely right. The sports is good, and, and when, when when Philly fans are happy and we're happy, yeah, you're fired. You you're, you're fired up over here. Yeah, right you, now. you see the hand motions. Yeah, the right hand now. motions is very aggressive. Mo- like I like I've, I've come close at least three times to smacking Javon in the head by accident, not yes. like not on purpose, <laughs> not on purpose, but like accidentally just smacking him in the head because like my arms are flailing because I'm so excited about what's going on. But nonetheless, and it's like this is what happens when your teams are good. This time last year, the Eagles were falling. The Sixers were hopeless. Yep. The Flyers were the Flyers. And the Phillies were the Phillies. Yeah, we're not even going to talk about the Flyers or the Phillies. Yeah, the or the Phillies were in the very yeah. beginning of the process. Phillies weren't even in the process. They were just the yeah, Phillies. Like they, they hadn't, there was no process. They were just the Phillies. But none, and know what we were talking about last year? This time last year, we were talking about Bryce Treggs and what type of reviews he gives Uber drivers. Yeah. Well, I mean, Uber's important. No, it's not. <laughs> we're talking about people, and that was a real topic. People were really talking about the fifth string wide receiver and the reviews that he, because he gave an Uber driver a bad review because he didn't have an aux cord. Hey. That's ridiculous. That's a little spoiled. I was not aware of this fact. Yes, that's but that's what we're talking about, and those are the conversations that you have when your team sucks. When your team yeah. is garbage, yeah. that's what you're talking about. So, because I got to run, because I got to work on the show. Oh my I, goodness! I, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you with some final thoughts. Okay, here we go. Okay, if the Bears are to do something on the field, keep mm-hmm. an eye out certain players. Okay. Danny Trevathan, we still don't know if he's going to play. Okay, so who is that? Is Say that again. Danny Trevathan, the okay. linebacker. Yep. He's the okay. guy who like makes that whole thing go. You will not see Leonard Floyd. That is a pain for the defense. Additionally, uh, Tariq Cohen is five foot nine. That's what he's listed at. And when he gets on the field, something happens or he draws a double team. So keep an eye out for him. Adam Shaheen is the tight end who people are comparing mm-hmm. to a baby Rob Gronkowski. I slow my roll on this. However, it doesn't mean Shaheen doesn't have a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. He and Trubisky are developing good chemistry. Trubisky is extending a lot of plays right now with his feet. It's very much a college move of like try to fix the broken play. I expect that with a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as you are concerned personally, it is November 21st. Yes. You have a good two weeks before you can stress out or even begin to try to stress out. Celebrate this. Wave your eagle's arms. Enjoy this, as all Eagles fans should. I, 
He's, thank, he's thankful for your team and the fact that they righted a wrong and you are seeing the product of it on the field. You hear that? You hear that? I feel encouraged. I am encouraged. All right? I feel. You feel blessed. I, I, I do. Hashtag uh, blessed. And Embiid, oh, mm-hmm. come on. Yes. That was ridiculous last night. It was. With the flop and it the fact ridiculous. that he. Admitted about the flop. Yes, you are playing with house money right now. You yeah. got a guy who's so confident on the court; he's admitting to flopping. Exactly, and he's and admitting he, said the... he was sixty nine percent healthy in an interview, and I lost it. He's great. He's this great. is what Philly's all about. Yes, it is. It is. You and I, I people... live there only a year, and I can tell you that because it's awesome. And we miss you. I, well, I miss you guys, and we, I'm happy that I get to tell you that I think you should be excited for another game on Sunday. Oh, see, once again, I needed this. Javon, I feel good. I can tell. I, I, I'm feeling good. You see, you see this grin right now that yeah. I got? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. I got the Kool-Aid grin right now. I'm, that, I'm feeling good. You got good. that glow going on right I, now. I do. <laughs> I got that nine-in-one glow. Got that All nine you guys of- need to do next is host an all-star game for the NBA like we talked about a couple of years ago in the newsroom, mm-hmm. and then everything would be coming together. Every- oh, yeah. yeah. Everything will be right with the world. Until then, I hope to catch up with you guys soon. I'm sorry I got to run. All right. Hey, that is Layla Rahimi from NBC Sports Chicago calling in, talking Eagles Bears with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it too, guys. I think you've got a lot of good things to look forward to, at least for the next two weeks before you can stress out. And even then, I don't want you stressing out too much. All right. I'm going to calm down. I'm I'm a a woosah or whatever whatever it is, you know, like some incense or something, you know. Whatever whatever people do to relax, you know, maybe do some yoga, meditation or something. I don't know. But nonetheless, I'm feeling good. I'm feel I needed awesome. this. All right, Layla, you take care, all right? All right, guys, thanks. All right. Hey, look, that was Layla Rahimi from NBC Sports in Chicago. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, look, she's the best. She's the best. So let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back, and we'll wrap things up with the sit-your-ass-down award. Yep. What do you call it? The tradition like no other. That's right. Sit-your-ass-down award. On the best in the world sports report when we come right back. You're listening to the best in the world sports report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday at 8 a.m. on the Philly Go Flow at phillygoflow.com. You are a Philly sports fan looking for extensive coverage of your favorite local pro and college teams. Go to totalsportslive.com. Total Sports Live is your one-stop shop for all the news you need to know in the Philadelphia sports scene. Be sure to follow Total Sports Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. When you need to know Philly sports, get to know TotalSportsLive.com. My suit can still make an impression. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. And we are back on the Best in the World Sports Report going on john brown javon alford here talking sports talking philly sports feeling good like you knew we would 
Yeah. And just reminding people that if you're listening, uh, if you downloaded this podcast, you can also hear this show on phillygoflow.com. phillygoflow.com every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. You take a break from the music. Yep. You know, you, you, you follow the reggae show, the Saturday reggae sunrise show. Yes. That's sharp, that starts at 5. Then it's us. Then it's early morning 80s. Yep. Dreadlocks. Jerry Curls. And in the middle, sports. Sports with us. And we don't have Dreadlocks or Jerry Curls. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. But we got a lot to say about sports. Yes, we do. So you can catch us on phillygoflow.com every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. And if you're up really early on Sunday, you can listen to us on at 5 a.m. phillygoflow.com. When you're up, if you're up really, really early, getting ready for church, doing whatever, get your praise on. Get your praise on with us talking sports. It's not wrong with that. Get your praise like, on. You're getting your praise on to us talking about sports. Like, thank, thank God these guys are talking sports. Way and thinking the same way I'm thinking. Uh, like, are we? We probably the consensus. Uh, all right. Well, whatever. Benefit of the doubt. Whatever, man. It's Thanksgiving weekend. How you feeling? What's what's going on in Alford House for Thanksgiving? I don't even know. It'll Who's cooking? My mom. That's it. Yeah. Y'all having company? Nah. Work. Yeah. You, you want a football game on or something? Oh yeah. All right. Can I come through? Sure. All right, I will see. Don't, 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 don't do that. Mom, come downstairs and see me already down there with a bowl of cereal. Like yo, for real, this turkey ain't gonna cook itself, yo. Mama offered. Come on, let's 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 have it. Now, now, is is, is a lady coming through? Is, does she eat with y'all? Or does she eat with her own family? Uh, she might come down. Might come through. Yeah. What what is it? Y'all, y'all don't have these plans hammered out. You know, coinciding times, you know. Uh, 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 times. No, I got yeah. so, so you try to eat at two spots. Yeah. All right, I hear you. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I try to fit two plates at the same time. Yeah, oh, yeah. So are you, would, when you go to her house, do you, you, you get a take-home plate? No. Nah. Why not? Because I still got to come back to eat. Wait, so wait, who's, how, where do you eat first? Hers. Okay, then you come back to your crib. Yeah. And then you eat. Yep. Then you go back to her crib again? No. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. I ain't mad at you. I mean, even when you go back to her crib or whatever, I'll probably still be at your house eating with your family. You know what I mean? I'm, look, just tell mama off. Or, uh, I'm, I'm just like, the you know, the another son. <laughs> all right. Just, hey, that's John. He's cool. It's all right. Don't mind him. He just came here to eat. It's all good. How you doing, mama Offered? You know what I mean? It's, it's all good. All right, well, look. You know what it's time for. We always do this in the final segment. And it's something that you, my friend Javon likes to call. A tradition like no other. Man, say that again. Say that with feeling, man. <laughs> Go ahead. Say, say it with some emotion, man. Put some, you know, put, some, put a little of that stank on it. You know, you know, some of that stank on it. A tradition like no other. This is Alexa for the best in the world sports report. Take a load off and sit your ass down. 
Because you know, when you're feeling good, like you knew you would after an Eagles win yep. or Sixers win or, or whatever got you feeling good. There's always somebody or some people there to bring you down. And when when you do, you know what you got to tell them. What do you tell them? You look them in the eye and you say, sit your ass down. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Sit Your Ass Down Award for this week. No nominees. You know, there's, there's one party consisting of two people. Yep. Who just took the cake. No one else. There, there doesn't need to be any other nominees. Well, I was gonna fake Gabby Douglas, but you know, oh, you, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Poor Gabby, poor Gabby. You know, and and I, yeah, I that's say a perfect, I, I, that's I, a perfect I, example of Twitter being your best friend and also and then, your, yeah, your worst friend. Yeah, because you know she she had worked real hard, you know, to to get a good reputation and with, and, 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 and with, people with her people. Yeah, and you know they're they're. they're she brought it upon herself. Yeah. She brought it upon herself. I couldn't even. Had to uh, go to do damage control. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But nonetheless, the winner of the Sit Your Ass Down Award is a tag team of regulars. Yeah, they were. In this category. They were. Two people. Last well, week. They yeah, were they, were, they were just in there. They were competing against each other last week. And this week, they decided to join forces and combine to bring home the Sit Your Ass Down Award. Mm-hmm. So the winner of the Sit Your Ass Down Award for this week is LeVar Ball and President Donald Trump. When you want to make sure that you have every basis of wrong mm-hmm. imaginable, these are the people you you bring in. You turn to. Yes, you turn to this combination of people when you just feel like there can be no no wiggle room as far as wrong. Yes. These two and their little pissing match that they have with each other. So sit your ass down worthy. That's all you want to tell them. Did you see your man LeVar on uh, uh, CNN? Yes, I did. Just, just, just smiling and grinning and being himself, being, being himself. If there was ever, it's like, I feel like what pisses me off about LeVar mm-hmm. is that I feel like he goes out of his way to piss me off. Yeah. In the sense that I see what he's doing mm-hmm. and I respect what he's doing. Yeah. He's a being and a businessman. He's a businessman. And a showman at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, you know, will criticize him for the business moves that he makes. And me, I'm not one of those people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he just, you know, I, I feel like it's not. He goes not, about it the wrong way. Yeah, he goes about it the wrong way. And he does, you know, he does what he does in the most douchebag, uh, you know. Yeah, he kind of, yeah. for anybody that, you know, not to be racist or anything, but he kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah. he acts that like yeah. that that like that, I, well, like that look, black man, person. Yeah, where you yeah, just like, Come yeah. On, dude. It's like why, why? Can can you can you act a little professional? No, and, and and it's like I feel like 
I, I feel you're like, being the epitome of what you're being. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm spilling water on myself. That's how mad I am. You're being the epitome of what everybody characterizes mm-hmm. black people to be. Yes. Yes. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. Protect the laptop at yes. all costs. Yes. I, I spill water on myself. That, that's how that's how angry LeVar Ball makes me <laughs> that. He made me spill water on my laptop. Protect but the laptop. Yeah, there's 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 no there are no sparks flying, so Nothing I think we're good. Fire. Nothing is caught <laughs> on fire, and it looks like we're still recording, so yes. we're good. But nonetheless, what I'm what I'm saying about Lavar mm-hmm. is that I feel like what he, if I could get him something for Christmas, mm-hmm. it would be a publicist. Yes. That's what he needs. Yes. And it's like, I don't mind the big baller brand. I don't mind what he's doing. But I feel like there needs to be someone in his needs to be reined in. Yeah. It's like Trump. I don't mind. It's like, here's the thing. I don't mind the fact that he is the boss. No. I don't mind the fact that he is a boss. Yeah, And as a boss, you know what? As a boss, you earn the right to do the things the way you want to do them. Mm -hmm. But- when you're the boss, you need to know that there are people around you who will tell you, you know, there's hey, a man, certain way to carry. Hey, so. you don't, you might not want to do this. Hey, this might not be wise. Hey, this is how you want to, you know, you want, you might want to handle this. Mm-hmm. He needed someone in his corner yep. to coach him through the, you know, last night's uh, CNN interview mm-hmm. because he just looked terribly uncoached. Like he just felt like he was just going to do it himself and he's going to wing it or whatever. Like and it was I know, first take pretty yeah. much. And it's like, I, I, I understand that he, you know, he, he, he's savvy and he, you know, he's got a, a self-awareness about himself or whatever. And it's cool. I, I get that. But it's like, sometimes he just seems so determined mm-hmm. to put his foot in his mouth. Yeah. And it, that pisses me off. Because I feel like I don't mind, like I said, I don't mind the big baller brand. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the fact that, you know, I don't mind the fact of, of, of the cost. Mm-hmm. You know, well, here's the thing. I'll, I'll put it to you like this. I wasn't going to buy it. That's what I'm saying. I wasn't going to buy it either. I wasn't going to buy it. But the Somebody thing was, is. he. this is the service that they came up with. This was the, the product that they wanted to come up with. They wanted to come up with high-end sneakers. Okay, fine. I'm not a consumer of high-end sneakers. So no. that you know that, that takes me out of the equation, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Because right. there are a lot of things that take me out of the, you know, that I'm taking out of the equation. All right? So it's good. I don't care. I don't mind. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, but, but the thing is, it's like you're out here trying to attract High, you know, people who spend lots of money on frivolous things like like yep. sneakers and stuff like that, and you're not going to. The thing is, you're going to alienate your customer base mm-hmm. by you're going to alienate your customer base by acting like this. Like I wasn't going to buy your sneakers, so I don't care what you do. Right. But the people who do buy, you know, people don't want to buy. People don't want to spend that amount of money on something. That was made by someone who they don't feel understand what they're buying. Yeah, who's what a, they yeah, pretty much who's a prick. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you don't see Ralph Lauren out there running around, like, yeah. acting fool. Exactly. Tommy Hilfiger doesn't do this. No, nah. not Ralph Lauren. Not uh, uh what's the boy uh, from? Uh, and again, I don't want to sound stereotypical by saying this. We mm-hmm. only see it with people that yeah, no, I understand. Are complexion, yeah, you know him. yeah. <laughs> 
Kanye with the Yeezys, and he's always acting a fool yeah. and mm-hmm. saying how Ralph Lauren like, doesn't do that. Yeah. Broken, yeah. he needs money. And yeah, I gotta go on a twenty-minute rant. Yeah, I'm on Jay Z, owe me money. Yeah, you don't need to do that. And it's like you don't see the people who make those products for those types. Right. Those, you know, there's you, certain type of ways you need to move as a businessman and money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Especially Jay Z is a perfect example about that. Exactly. Like you see, like you see Jay Z, and as the products that he endorses, mm-hmm. you know, when when Jay Z was selling Armadale and S. Dot Carter sneakers, yep. you know, his his persona was different. Mm-hmm. But as the products that he endorses. You know, got you know a little more pricey, a little more upscale. His appearance, the way he carried himself, was mm-hmm. different. Exactly. No, yeah, you know, he still does rap records. You know, he still, you know, Jay can still get down for the streets. Yes, he can. But none, but he does. But even so, that's changed. But yeah, but he does so in a way that does not alienate his newfound. Yep, he able know, to cross yeah. cross from. No else, the, Diddy. Yeah, same way. Diddy's like that. You know, you don't see it. Well. You, like Diddy might carry on a little bit more than than Hove, yeah. you know, but still, but nonetheless, you know, it, it he plays the game, mm-hmm. and he plays the game in a way that even though there's sometimes where you're just like, oh, you're all right, Diddy, you're doing too much, right? But he can do so in a way that brings people back, and I think that comes from years now that now we've been around Diddy for what. 20 close to 30 years yeah so we're you know we, we're used to it we're used to it we're not used to lavar ball no. he's the guy who just came on the scene last year yeah and he's working our nerves yeah speaking of working our nerves <laughs> the president of the united states a man who i've tried i try i try to keep off this list you try because but it's back-to-back weeks now and it's like there's no other way i could have gotten around it no other way I could have gotten around it. All right, he's over here begging for compliments, begging for respect, yes. pleading for respect mm-hmm. that he never shows. And you know, and, and now it's like both President Trump and Levar Ball are both right, but they do so in a way that they're both wrong. So it's like you don't even care. I don't want to take a side in this. I don't like either of you. I don't like either of you. Right. So it's like you sit there and, and, and on one hand, you know, it's like when people when people try to play the car, uh, play the role, oh, you know, he needs to respect him because he's the president of the United States. And it's like, you know what, previously, whether, and I don't just mean with Obama. Right. I mean with all previous presidents. Mm-hmm. I agree that there is 100%. a level. Right. Yeah, yeah, there, there is a level of respect that should be shown For to the office, the office yep. of president of the United States. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to show, and I was willing to show that even when it was a president that I didn't vote for, or I didn't always agree with. Right. You know, like I didn't always agree with George, uh, George W. Bush, but I respect the office of president. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who was shown as a private citizen that he had no respect for the office of president. Nope. Who now wants the respect that he never showed the previous president shown to him. Mm-hmm. And he just found the wrong dude to ask for respect for because yeah. nobody's going to tell LeVar Ball to respect anything. Yeah. LeVar Ball is the same person that was on radio and told uh Told the girl, I forgot what her name yeah, is. Yeah, told was stay in her place. Stay in, her, yeah. stay in your lane, and everybody stay was like, your, "Oh had, my god!" He had a contention that was like, "Oh, that wasn't that bad." And you know, there was some blogs out there yeah. were saying, "Well, yeah. 
Look at this. Look at this. Jason Whitlock was all up in his feelings mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, you, you know, it's whatever. And once again, that's the wrong person. That's another yeah, person you yeah. just don't want taking this yeah. side. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's that's yeah, yeah, that's that's Mister uh, yeah. that's Mister Black Right Wing. Yeah, whatever. Sports he is. talk. You know, whatever. You know, he, he, you know what? He just rides that. Yeah. He just rides that white yeah. that right yeah. wing line. Yeah, he does. With Clay yeah, Travis, yeah, exactly. But nonetheless, you got your president. You got. The big baller brand, big baller brand, triple and, B's, yeah, and you, triple B's, exactly. With a sun shoplifting, another one that exactly. can't play defense, shooting thirty percent. Another one that's exactly can't, home can't play defense in the game, can't play defense in court against the charges of uh, uh, uh the charges he caught, yeah. shoplifting, whatever needed. Another president. one can't play defense, just whatever defense in, is in school books. Defense don't get you on Sports Center, man. You know it don't. I mean, it depends. No. No, I don't. Don't depend on nothing. But nonetheless, President Trump, LeVar Ball, LaMelo Ball, LiAngelo Ball, and you know what? Lonzo, too, because yeah, you Lonzo. got cooked. Yeah, throw, yeah, you know, because yeah. you got cooked by the real rookie of the year yeah, yeah, last throw, week. Throw Lonzo in Lonzo, there. you and, in there, too. And, and that, triple, that triple double you got means nothing to me, and, all right? And throw ESPN in there, too, for sending out a push alert about him getting a new haircut or something like that. Oh, my goodness. That's what yeah. I heard. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. got a new haircut. In All, exactly. Who cares? All of you guys, sit your ass down. All right, that brings us to the end of today's show. Mm-hmm. want to thank you guys for listening. Thank our guest, Gary Cobb, G Cobb, calling mm-hmm. in, and Layla Rahimi from NBC Sports, uh, NBC Sports Chicago. You don't have to say, you don't have yeah. to say CS in Chicago. I, I was. I was. <laughs> got to get it right. Got to get the letters right. Got to get the call letters right. But look, hey, check us out. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. All right? Check uh, this whole uh, Facebook Live thing. This is a thing. I think this has got legs. We're going to keep yeah. doing this. All right? It's got legs. It's got legs. We're going to do that. All right? You check out the Facebook Live. Uh, you check us out on uh, SoundCloud.com slash BITW Sports. Check us out. Um, Total Sports Live. Uh, is it at Total Sports Live? On, yeah. Uh, Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram, but yeah, you you don't check Instagram. No, all right, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, what's on Total Sports Live this week? Uh, got a lot of stuff on there this week. Uh, more Eagles, definitely some uh, Flyer stuff on there as always. Uh, got a story up there from Alex talking about uh looking at looking at some rookies who've been surprises and looked at some who have just been. Plain old disappointment. So you got all that and more uh, on the website right now. All right. That is totalsportslive.com. You know who reads totalsportslive.com? Who? Gary Cobb. Yeah, but that, that was very. Uh, you like that? That made, that made my week. That did make you. That Gary Cobb week. reads uh, totalsportslive.com. And he also rocks with the best. Yes, he does. Just like Layla Rahimi. Yes. Just like Javon Alford. Yep. Just like John Brown. Yep. All right. Hey, look. Thanks for checking out the show. We will see you guys next week. Peace. You're listening to the Best in the World Sports Report. Listen to this show in its entirety every Saturday at 8 a.m. on the Philly Go Flow at phillygoflow.com.